0: Welcome to the Always Straight Podcast. It's your host, Asa and Chase, back with another episode. We're super excited for this one. Um, Basically, what we're going to be talking about today is the importance of starting. And that might sound like a silly topic to you, but I know for me, I definitely struggled with this a lot when I was getting started with my music journey and uh, getting started, restarting my fitness journey and stuff like that. I just, it's kind of... It's like an anxiety thing, right? It's it's kind of like you don't want to get started with it. Chase, what do you think about that?
1: Uh, so I'm really excited to talk about this topic just because it's something that's super applicable and, uh, you know, kind of in my being in like the exercise and fitness community. Um, it's honestly, it's not really something that I've struggled with. I think that the closest experience I've had with it is when I'm making um, new programs for myself in the gym. And I plan them out, like, to a T. Like, I plan what accessory movements I'm doing and, like, how many sets, how many reps exactly. Um, And then I'll get into the gym and I won't follow it. So I think I kind of got a lesson there in not to... Like, I think that's definitely over planning. you know? When you plan yourself... When you plan your time out so much that you can't even follow it. Um, But I definitely have witnessed other people who you know, they plan or they analyze what they're going to be doing. But it's always, oh, like when I start, when I start, when I start, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that, or I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that. Or what if this happens? And they get so caught up in the planning and the analyzation and all that that they don't ever start. And I think that that is really crippling to a lot of people.
0: Yeah, it's, it's paralyzing. Um, so for me, my my struggle with that was with music. I didn't I always said I wanted to make music and I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. And I was like, oh, that'd be really cool to do that. But I just never did. I was, just, mm. I just never did it. And then I started rapping and I was like, I still wanted to make the music. I still wanted to make beats. And then one day I was just like, dude, I got to do it. I gotta, if I don't start now, I'm never going to start. And like a, a f- switch was flipped right there for me. And that from that moment, everything changed. I started putting in a lot of effort. started learning a lot. But it took me… Three years to get to that point. It took me three years to finally reach the point of… I don't want to talk about it anymore. I want to do it. And that was a ridiculously long time. Imagine if I'd started even just a year after that first… That first that 1st whiff Or that first uh, mention of wanting to do it. What if I just started there? I would have had two more years of experience on where I'm at right now. Mm. Like that's an insane amount of extra growth that was capable and possible for me. But it just didn't happen because I was too scared to start. I, was, I just dragged my feet way too much. And I, I, nothing happened. And like yeah, I got really lucky and I still made it around, made it around to that journey and I've made progress there. But it, it's just like what if I'd started two years earlier, man? The amount of progress that could have been possible in those two years, especially while I was in high school with a lot more time on my hands. Like oh my god, the growth would have been crazy. Um, and I think it's the same with anybody. You're never gonna experience the growth. You're never gonna reach your goals until you start. Starting is literally, I think, one of the hardest steps. I, I don't think there's anything harder than getting up the confidence and the courage to just start something. Because you know what? You're probably gonna suck at it. Yeah. And that that's just the straight up truth, man. You're just gonna suck at it. And and you say you hadn't really struggled with it. I wanted to ask because um you did or you didn't really do anything um besides soccer and the soccer was just kind of I mean, I don't want to say it was just a straight-up hobby, but it was kind of just more of a hobby than anything else for you um, until you found track. But before that, did you… It, I'm sorry. So uh, you got into track, and then you were like, all right, now I'm going to start working out. Was yeah. That that was an easy transition for you? It wasn't like you didn't want to do it? You just kind of forced yourself to do it? It was easy? It was easy for you?
1: Um, well, so I started… I actually started working out um, at the beginning of my freshman year, which I started track my freshman year too, but it was um, about halfway Later. through. Yeah. Right. Um, but I started to work out because my uncle was in town from Chicago and he showed me some things that like I should be doing. So it wasn't so much that I wanted to, and I hadn't, cause like I had been, I had joined a gym. Um, I want to say like a year before. Um, but that was tough just cause I couldn't drive, you know? So I always had to rely on somebody else to get me there. So that wasn't really an option, but he showed me exercises that I could do at home. So it was like, okay, now I know um, I know what I should be doing and I can do it at home so I don't have to worry about outside things that I can't control um, limiting me from working out, you know? So right. I think that once I wanted to work out, I started, you know? Yeah. Um, and like I remember uh, at some point during my freshman year, I went to like Walmart and bought 15-pound dumbbells so I could work out with those. But before that, um, I was doing a lot of like push-ups and sit-ups, and like I would do like calf raises on like the stairs and stuff. So just doing like what I could at in that moment, you know. Right. And uh even with photography, I wanted to get into photography for a while, uh, but obviously, uh, there's the financial aspect to that of getting a camera. Um, but I started taking pictures on my phone, which I already
0: had. See, so yeah, I- and th- there's two things that I want to say to that. One, yes, your phone. You can do anything on your phone. Mm-hmm. I can make an entire beat on my phone in ten minutes. It's it's there. It's free. I can access it. No, it's not going to be perfect. No, it's going to be lacking some elements. Yeah. It's going to be lacking some mixing, but I can start. Exactly, and that's a huge thing. You can start doing literally anything off your phone. I I I'm sitting here. I can't think of a single thing you can't do off your phone. Um, and the other aspect, like you said, it's a financial financial um setback there. Getting a camera, six hundred dollars minimum probably. That that's that's not a good reason to not start. You can go out and you can make twenty five bucks a day in mowing lawns. It's going to take you one hundred twenty five dollars, maybe even less than that if you get one used to get a lawn mower. You go around mowing lawns for twenty five bucks, twenty bucks, fifteen bucks, even if you're really bad at it. And boom, you just do that, you know, for a month. Now you have enough money. You mm-hmm. know, there's literally no excuse not to have. Not to start because of a financial capable or financial setback like that. Yeah, that's just a poor excuse to not do it. And no, like you don't have like that's not the only way. If you live up north, go shovel some yards, man, or uh, shovel some snow out of the the lawns. You know, like there's there's things you can do. Hundred percent guarantee it. Even if you're doing the most ridiculous stuff ever, you can go make a couple bucks doing anything for anybody, and it's not that hard. It's just do you actually want to start or not? You know. Yeah. So having that excuse of it costs money—that's that's, that's a poor excuse. There's ways to make money, man. Don't don't use that as an excuse to not start. It's a poor excuse. And if you are um older, you're not a kid anymore. You're not in high school or middle school. You're an adult and you have a job. You have a freaking job, dude. Just put it put aside twenty five bucks every month. Yeah. Twenty bucks, fifteen bucks. Even if that's all you have every paycheck left over is ten or fifteen bucks, save it. Don't go get drinks with your buddies. Save that until you have enough to to spend it. And then once you get closer, you're going to be like, oh man, I'm so close. I'm going to save 30 bucks this time and give, get a little bit less food or something like that, you know? Like, you're going to get there sooner or later. And if it takes time, it takes time. But between having a phone, you, you can start on 100% and having… There's just… There's a limitless amount of ways to make money, man. that, that That's a, such a poor excuse. Don't use that to not start.
1: Yeah, and I think that like… Even aside from just being able to make money, however, um, if you start on your phone, whether it's you start in GarageBand making beats or if you're just taking pictures with the iPhone camera, like there's still a lot to learn from your phone. Like it's gonna take you longer than you expect until you can like master whatever it is that you're doing on your phone, you know? Yep. Like the ceiling is not as low as people think when they're, you know, when you're going about it in a non traditional
0: way. I think it's an important concept to realize too. is like our phones are more powerful than the computers that sent people to the moon. You can do anything off your phone. Yeah. You can do literally anything. If that, if the power of our phone has the capability to send people to the moon in 1960, I'm pretty sure right now you can do whatever it is you're trying to do.
1: Yep. Or even like… Even if you don't know how to like go about it in a roundabout way… Um, look it up. You know?
0: Yeah. 100%. It's all like, out there. Whatever I you want
1: to try, you know, and then just add like DIY and you'll be able to find it.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I mean, YouTube kind of makes sense for something like music production that's so audible and visual. Yep. Um, so, Like that skill set. So YouTube is obviously like a really good place to go and look. But I, I would be willing to guarantee you everything you want to do or everything you could possibly want to try is on YouTube. And if you're doing something completely crazy that nobody's ever heard of there's still some aspect of it that you can find and learn about on YouTube. 100% guarantee it. No doubt about it. So between the ability to learn stuff, do it off your phone, and being able to make money, there's no excuse not to start. But I think there's an important distinction here. Um, And we've kind of already been talking about it, but I want to directly say it. Um, There's a big difference between not starting versus that like quote starting place where you're not actually making progress because you're still planning. There's a big difference there too. Uh, and, and there's… I don't want to say different remedies, but like there's different thought processes that go into that because I know for me, I was talking for a long time about how like I, I, once I just… Once I did that, then I would be good enough. For once Once I got there, I would be good enough. And for me, that thing that I was saying was once I figured out and learned how to mix, my beats would get a lot better. But I just didn't learn how to mix. I didn't learn about it. I just wasn't doing it. And then I finally got to a place where I was like, damn it, like I'm tired of my beats not being good enough. I'm going to go learn how to mix beats. And that was a huge breakthrough for me. And it took me forever to learn how to mix. It took me forever to gain enough experience to where my mixes were sounding good. But had I started that process sooner, because when I realized it, I just didn't do anything about it. I was like, I'm not going to do this. I don't want to do it. It's just eh, It's boring. It's learning. I don't want to do that. I just want to make the beats and, and that's it took me a long time to realize how important that process was um, for the overall end product of what I was trying to make. And that's that's an important distinction between knowing something is really important for you to do to make your process better versus just not starting. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely get that. Like… But it, it comes down to whether you're working on it or not, you know? Like you were still working on your beats and you knew that you needed to get your mixing better. But even though you weren't actively working on your mixing for a while, you were still working. You know, like you had still started. You were still going.
0: Yeah. And that's a lot different from somebody who is like they want to get fitter. They want to lose some weight. And they're like, all right, so here's how I'm going to diet. And here's how I'm going to, like, here's my workout plan. Um, But they never start. Yeah, They just, they're just like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And then they just never do. Yeah. That because that's a very dangerous place to be. Um, and this is this kind of goes hand in hand in our uh with what we were talking about with our episode with Carlos and momentum. Momentum is so key when you're trying to start because even if you just you just take the little tiniest bite out of what you're trying to start with, that's still progress, man. It's still a little bit of something to get you going. Absolutely. And I think that um like
1: people just, like you said, people underestimate the power of momentum. Um, One thing that I wanted to kind of touch on is that, like, it doesn't matter where you're at. For most things, you're going to be better off just starting than you would be if you kept doing what you were doing, you know? And obviously… I mean, is there
0: anything that's not true for that?
1: I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think of, like, safety-wise. like wise. So let's, let's take working out as an example, right? If you're not doing anything but you don't know what to do in the gym, I feel like that holds a lot of people back because they're like, oh, like, I don't know how to work out, so I'm not going to go. But even with that, like, you can go. And even if you're working out and your form isn't the best, like, it's still going to help you to have a healthier body. And once you get there, you'll be around people that know what they're doing and you can ask somebody for help, you know, and help you. But I'm just like, I'm trying to think if there's anything that it's like, okay, maybe, like, don't just jump right into this if you don't know what you're doing. But Honestly, I can't think of anything.
0: I mean there's there's some extreme examples like… I don't know like paragliding or like rock climbing. Like yeah, yeah. you don't want to go day one to like the hardest… You know right. freaking wall to climb up. Like no don't do that. But momentum. You can start with some wall somewhere. Some, some cliff to climb up. There's somewhere you can get started with that. Um… Or maybe you know that you need a lot of back strength. So you're going to go to the gym and you're going to do some pull-ups every day. Yeah, Stuff like that. It's just like getting up the momentum so you can eventually get to where exactly you want to be. Yep. Because you know what? I wanted to be on stage when I started making music. I'm not there yet. I still got a lot of long ways to go. But if I hadn't started, I'd be a hell of a lot further than I am right now. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's just like… It's just building up the momentum step by step by step. It, you just… You got to keep moving forward. And you and You have to start. Yeah.
1: Small victories are just like so important. You know? Because like once you build up like your own confidence in what you're doing, then like nothing can stop you.
0: Yeah. 100%. And I think for me personally, I'm the type of person who doesn't celebrate small things like that. But it's important too. And you, you talked about this in the previous episode where you were writing down your goals for working out. Where mm-hmm. you were writing down, this is how much I want to lift at this point in time. And you're smashing all of those goals that you had for yourself at like yeah. the beginning of 2018. Like that's that's probably something you didn't ever really sit down and celebrate. But now that you have that written down at, at your position now, you can go and look back at you like, damn, dude, like, I've made some progress. Like this is impressive. I'm doing really good. And that's going to encourage you to go harder next time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And so, I,
1: I'm definitely in the same boat as you where like in the moment, I'm not celebrating like small victories. But I think um, one, it's kind of subconscious, you know? Like… You're like, okay, you set a small goal and then you do it. And maybe you're not like, oh yeah, I set this goal. But you're like, okay, I got this done. Now I can get the next thing done. Um, And then writing down goals, like you said, it's super important just because it can give you a boost um, if you need it. So let's say I wrote my goals down and I had a really crappy day in the gym and I'm going through my notes and I see this and I'm like, oh wow, I'm actually way ahead of where I thought I was going to be. Then that'll give me my boost to like get through um, a tough like cycle or it could just be totally unexpected you know you're scrolling through your notes looking for something and you find this and you're like oh wow like look at where I was and look at where I am now um, yeah so it doesn't have to be like literally celebrating the small things but it, when you achieve things you know and they start to gradually get bigger and you're hitting all your goals that's going to carry you further um, further than you might think yeah I
0: understand and agree with that for sure it's super important
1: did you write down any of your goals for like music or production wise uh, early on?
0: Honestly, no, um because they weren't super concrete goals. They were just like, I want to get better type of things so, yeah, um it, it, the progress here it's kind of it's harder to track like now that I'm sitting back because like we were talking about this and so like, I'm thinking like what kind of goals should I write down like right now, where do I want to be? Mm-hmm. and like I could write down like I want to make x amount of sales or like I want to hit x amount of subscribers or whatever you know stuff like that but I haven't written down those goals um, on a piece of paper yet. Yeah. So… That, that's definitely something I wanted to do so that in a year from now, I can go and look back and see if I've tracked those goals and whatnot. not. Mm-hmm. Um, and while, while we're talking about this actually, there's something else that I like to think about quite a bit and I think needs to be addressed. And that's not… That's not setting the bar too high for yourself. Because that's just… That's gonna kill your momentum. You know? So I can sit here and I can be like, Alright, I want to be on a stage next fall. You know what? No, next summer, I want to be on a stage. Next summer, I want to be performing. That's not a realistic goal for me. I, that's not. But if I set that goal for myself, then I'm going to be super discouraged when I get to that point and I'm not even close. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that's super important. Because, I mean, like we already talked about like the momentum. It's, it's so important. People don't realize how much that can help you and boost you or how much it can stop you. But you have to set realistic goals. Don't set a goal for yourself to lose hundred pounds in 30 days. You're never going to accomplish that. Yeah. Set a, set a goal to lose hundred pounds in a year. And think, all right, so that means in six months I need to be 50 pounds… Uh, yeah, 50 pounds down. and three months I need to be 25 pounds down. And that means that I need to lose roughly 10 pounds a month. Right? That's realistic. You can work towards that. And when you get to that three-month mark and you've lost 40 pounds, you're going to feel a hell of a lot better… Then, if you got to the end of your three months, and because you you set a goal to lose hundred pounds a month ago or three months ago, and you've only lost five pounds, you're gonna feel really bad about yourself in that situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Setting realistic goals, one helps you build momentum, and it helps you get helps you achieve those goals because you can see the process, you can see the steps that it's gonna to take to get there. Um. There's something that's there's kind of a cheesy quote out there that's like, um. The difference, <clears throat> the difference between a goal and a dream is that somebody has a has a plan to achieve their goal. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's 100% true. Because if, you, if you're just like, oh, I want to lose 100 pounds, you're not doing anything about it. Oh, I want to be on stage, but I'm never working at my craft. I'm never under, I'm never learning about live performances or anything. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm never going to get there because I don't have a plan to get there. Mm-hmm. But if I say, hey, you know what? I want to be on a stage the summer after I graduate from college. That gives me two and a half years to get there. That means the year before that, I should probably have X amount of listeners and followers on Spotify, right, and stuff like that. Like that's those are goals that I can work at and I can achieve. And then once you set up that long-term goal, that ultimate goal for you of me being on stage, somebody wants to lose 100 pounds, then I can go. All right, you know what? Here are the steps that I need to get. I need to take to get there. That means in half that time, I got to be at 50 pounds down, and a quarter of that time, I got to be 25 pounds down. And you can set smaller goals that are very achievable for yourself. And when you achieve that goal or you or you do better than the goal you set, your your confidence goes through the roof. Your, your momentum builds. And that's super important. It's going to help you get to your goals a lot quicker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean… Really, yeah, go you're, ahead. You're never going to get there if you don't start. Yeah. True. And
1: I think that like… Um, for the example of somebody trying to lose hundred pounds, you know, if you are really overweight and you don't know anything about uh, nutrition, don't know anything about working out, you've never stepped foot in a gym. Your first like, your first action probably shouldn't be setting this crazy goal of losing hundred pounds. You know, like you should start with finding out where the closest gym is to you, or learning a little bit about nutrition just so that you can know the how behind the goal. Because if you know how, you're gonna do it then you can make the plan but if you just have this end goal and you don't have any uh if you don't have a knowledge base and you don't have a plan then like you said it's just it's not going to work out
0: all right so chase my name is mike i want to lose 100 pounds i've been studying nutrition for 3 months and i understand everything there is to know about um how i need to diet here right how do i get into the gym what's the next step um I, I, where do you bridge between knowing stuff and understanding and learning and actually making it happen.
1: Well, for, so for Mike, um, my first question would be, okay, so now you've, you've learned about nutrition, but are you applying that? Because like, I think that's a good place to start since you already have that knowledge base. So now let's apply it. And then once you can get your diet in check and you can make that a habit, then we'll worry about stepping foot in a gym because you can make a lot of progress with losing or gaining weight um, based on what you're eating. And then once you have that part down, then it's like, okay, let's find out where the closest gym to your house is. And maybe you pick out a couple just in case and you go to them, see which one has the cheapest prices or has the um, facilities that you like. Think about that a little bit uh, and then join. And then once you join, you you start small. Let's say you're there for 30 minutes walking on the treadmill or something get that going, make sure that's a habit. And then we can either get you started researching um, how to work out, just so you know, or uh, have somebody to kind of mentor you in the gym, you know, to show you what you need to do and how you need to be doing it. So I think that like the biggest thing is not putting too much on your plate right away and not trying to make too many changes to your lifestyle in a short amount of time. Cause that, what if I just...
0: What if I'm just sick of it, man? What if I just like… I'm tired of it. I want to go to the gym. What if that's the first step that I want to take? I don't even want to learn about the gym. I don't want to learn… You just want to get in there? I just want to get in there, man. I'm sick of it. I'm like, I'm going to get in. Then what? I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, you just get in and you just start. Like, obviously, if it was somebody that I could go in there with in person, um, then obviously, I'd show them. I'd have them do more, probably. But if it's somebody who like… I don't know. I'm talking to over the internet. I'm like, okay, get in there uh, do a little bit of cardio and then pick a couple of machines, uh, do one like body part a day. So go in there and do chest one day and then walk on the treadmill for a half hour and then get out of there. So I think that there, like, no matter which way you want to go about it, you can do it. Or even if you don't have somebody to ask advice for, and one day you wake up and you're like, Hey, I'm going to go to the gym today. You can go to the gym and you can ask other people who are working out, or you can ask somebody who's working there. Hey, like I've never been here before. Let's do it. Um, but I think like if you have that mindset from the get go, hey, I, I just want to start this. Like I don't want to learn. I just want to start. Then I would argue you're in a better place than people who are over analyzing. You know, because like we yeah. said, starting is the hardest part. So if you've got that down, then I mean, you can do anything.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that.
1: I, um, sh- I actually wanted to come back around when you said that starting was the hardest part because uh, I think that for me that used to be the case, but now. My so, like you said, like you're gonna suck at it, and a lot of people have fears of being bad. My fear of going the rest of my life thinking what if is a lot greater than my fear of sucking at something, um, so I think that I'm more apt to start new things, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, I do i I think that's uh that's a unique thing, I don't think that's a thing that a lot of people um can relate to necessarily. Yeah. I agree. Because I I mean I agree with you. Like I'm definitely, I don't know, maybe I'm not this, that way because like I want to be that way, but I'm not maybe I'm not because it took me a long time to get started with music and I wanted to for a long time before mm-hmm. I really did. Um, and then for me, I kind of mentioned in the beginning of the episode, like it was the fitness journey for me. So I stopped playing soccer and I got super fit summer before college and then I got to college and then it just stopped man. I didn't do anything. Um but I was I was like scared to get back to the gym, man. I was like, man, I'm so out of shape and I just I don't want to do it. And it took me a long time to get to a place where I was like, dude, I have to go back and I'm gonna suck, but you know what? It's it's a step in the right direction. I have to make it. Um, so maybe maybe I'm not like that. I'm not scared of the what if as much as I want to be. Um but I think building up that being I don't want to say becoming afraid of that is a good thing. But maybe it is to a degree, um, because I, I wish I'd started music a lot sooner. I wish I'd gotten started with going and building my fitness plan um, a lot sooner than I than I did uh, than this summer. A lot if I'd started a lot sooner than that, then I'd be a lot further along than I am right now, and I'd feel better about that. But uh, it's, like you said, it's important to celebrate small victories too. Because like I did start, so that's good. You know, good yeah. for for starting and making that movement, making that change. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's think, a, that's a that's a tricky tricky thing there. Yeah, it is. Why?
1: I think that a really important distinction to make, especially since we've been talking so much about starting, is that like if you're thinking about doing something, thinking about doing something, and wanting to do something are totally different. You know, like let's say you've been thinking about I don't know getting into photography, and you haven't started. Like that's not the same as oh I want to get into it and I haven't started. You know, because like you're not going to be able to start if you don't want to do it, and there's no reason to like feel bad or get down on yourself for not starting something if it's not necessarily something that you actually want to pursue. Does that make sense?
0: It does. And I'm kind of struggling with that because you know what? One of the things that I kind of want to get into is videography. But I honestly, I don't know if that's I want to or I've been thinking about it. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't know. Talk more about that. What what are the distinctions there?
1: Okay. So I just think about myself and like for the longest time, I've been really into... I don't want to say really into video. I've been a really big fan of videography and cinematography, right? I really like, like, the cinematic YouTube videos and all that stuff. Um, I think they're really cool to watch. And I was like, oh, like, that might be cool to get into one day. Um, and this is going back to when, like, I started middle school, basically. for So for a really long time. Um, but I didn't want to get into it for a while. And then, um, I think it was last year, I decided... Like, this is something that I want to try. And the camera that I had uh, couldn't do video for a couple of reasons. Um, So I started on my phone. uh, The first video I made was one of the track trips that we went on uh, for one of our meets. But, like, I just had the switch. Like, there was a moment for me where I finally decided. I went from, oh, this is interesting to this is something that I want to do. And I don't think that I was wrong for not trying it before that moment because I just, like, I didn't want to. It was interesting,
0: but it wasn't like a, a want or like, there was no motivation for me. Yeah. And I think something else that is important to recognize here too is if like in this difference here between I want to and that would be cool to do. Yeah. Um, If, if you're in the stage where you just, you think it'd be cool, but you don't necessarily want to do it. I, f- I think the only way to, to make that decision of… Switching into I want to is to want you to do it or learn about it. Yeah. Um. I think it's important to learn something new every day. And I think that doesn't necessarily have to be in line with the goals that you've been working on. I don't necessarily have to learn something new every single day about music. Although like that'd be really beneficial for my music to be a dynamic person and be a dynamic creative. I could learn about something else. I could learn about uh, videography. And by learning about it, then I can decide, hey, you know what? I actually do really want to get into this because it's this super interesting it's super cool and like I'm going to enjoy this creative process. And then from there, I can start making more progress there. So if you're at that stage where you think something's pretty cool but you haven't really decided if you actually want to get into it, just learning about it would be a really good step.
1: Yeah. that's a, I hadn't even thought about that. That's really good. Um, that's pretty good advice. Now that I think about it, actually, um, that's kind of what happened to me right before I got my camera. It's a little different, obviously, because I was already taking pictures on my iPhone, but I started to watch uh, Peter McKinnon's tutorials for Lightroom um, and Photoshop before I had a camera. And it was, it just like confirmed my interest. It was like, oh my God, this is super interesting. Like, I can't wait to get a camera so I can actually start editing in these apps. Um, So I definitely went through that too without even realizing.
0: I I think it is a pretty natural step there, but. You know, if you've been thinking about something that's pretty cool, like, I don't know, you think that cars are pretty cool, start learning about them, man. Start, just go out and learn about how engines work. Learn about um, superchargers and turbos and all this type of stuff. And then maybe you'll decide, you know what? I actually really enjoy this stuff. And like, I'm going to go get a beater-upper and fix her up, you know? Yeah. So I, I, th- I think it's important to learn about stuff on um, so you can decide whether or not it's actually something you're going to pursue um, intentionally, because if you if you start picking stuff up and then never do anything, never follow through on it, you're uh, you're gonna end up with a lot of crap that you don't need. Yeah. Um. Well, elaborate on that a little bit more. I don't know. Just literally, like with this example of like somebody who wants to get into cars mm-hmm. and they don't do any research. So they just go out and they drop two thousand dollars on a piece of crap car. Oh. Okay. Now that they've they've got a piece of crap car, they don't really need. Wasted two thousand dollars. So I don't know. Just, just, it's kind of a literal example there. But… Because you're not going to hurt yourself by learning a bunch of new things. Even if you never yeah. do anything with that. And I think that's where you were going to go with that. Um, Like I have no interest in golf really. Uh-huh. But if I thought I did and I went out and I took some golf lessons. You know what? Like yeah. It's it's kind of a waste for me. I didn't really enjoy it. But I still have that that skill set now. You yeah, know? It's, it's not going to hurt to have it. So I think you can't over educate on stuff. It, Especially like if you're trying out to see if you want to do it. But you can over-educate if you're never going to do anything about it. Because what if I thought I did want to do golf? And I could go out and I could watch a bunch of tutorials on YouTube about the form and about the clubs and when to use which one and how to read the wind and stuff like this, you know? But if I don't ever go out and grab a pair of clubs and go to the driving range or go to the golf… What are they called? Greens? Just go to the greens, right? then i'm never going to start and it, it it doesn't do any good to learn all that stuff you know yeah short of a conversation with another person who golfs it doesn't matter so it, there's still you have to start but it also doesn't hurt to learn yeah and new i skills.
1: Th- i really like the golf example because you said like go out to a driving range and you know if you don't know if golf is going to be your thing rather than over analyzing and over planning and going out and buying your own set of clubs then you know you've spent hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars, and it turns out you don't like it. Just go to the driving range and then you can figure it out, you know, and then that way, like, there's no risk really uh, if it turns out you don't like it,
0: yeah. And but, like, you like you, the point you were about to make, um, and then you told me to elaborate on it, it, it doesn't hurt to learn new stuff and try new things. In fact, it's actually really beneficial and it's going to make you very dynamic and well-rounded person when you learn a bunch of different skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not going to be super… Um, I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is, but… One-dimensional? You're not going to be… Yeah, one-dimensional. You're not going to be a one-dimensional person. Because if all I ever did was music and I didn't have any other skills, like, yeah, i would be cool for having music. But I wouldn't be able to have a conversation with literally anybody else unless they were into music as well. Yeah. Um, But I have soccer in my background. I have that ability. I have that skill set. I work out. Um… And then hopefully in a couple of months I'll also be able to talk with people and other videographers about taking video and like that all that stuff too. So, you know, so I think it's important to learn new stuff and be dynamic. But I don't know for the sake for the sake of this episode where we're talking about getting started with this stuff. At, at some point, you also have to stop learning and you have to you have to do it. You have to try. Yeah, of course. I know, I'm tr- I've been trying to think of like a, a solid way to formulate this into. A sentence of advice and I, I can't think of a way to like just tell you to start other than hey dude you got to start so uh, if that's you and you need you've been thinking about doing something you've been learning about it and you haven't started this is your sign go yeah. do it go start yeah. today right now after you finish this episode go look up the nearest place to go start go look up the lessons that you need to take from somebody to do it go buy the supplies just start You got anything else to add, Chase? No, I'm just trying to
1: think of, like, if there was a moment that, like, like, I think, feeling for everybody, there's going to be a moment where you decide what you have is not enough. And that's going to, like, I feel like,
0: I don't know. What what is not enough?
1: Like, whatever you want to try. Like, so let's say you want to try a new hobby. And so you're like, okay, like, I'm bored or what I'm doing in my free time isn't enough for me. I want to try something new. Or if... Um, I don't know, like you want to get into something creative because you haven't been creative in the past. You're not creative enough. Or if you're unhappy with like your body or your weight and you're like, okay, what I have right now, like, I don't like it. I want to change it. So now I'm going to get in the gym. Like, I feel like a lot of people have that moment where they decide, like, I want more than what I have. And that's what makes them go. But I don't, I don't know if there's any way to like, I don't know if you can simulate that, you know?
0: yeah I definitely wouldn't th- think you can because I don't know there's a lot of different triggers that I have out there there's there'll be a song that I'll listen to, and it was totally on accident, but that song motivated me to go and hit the gym it but motivated me to go and take advantage of the rest of the day that I have left, you know, mm-hmm. or like I'll watch a movie and I'll be like, dany, I'm like, I'm really thankful for my girlfriend, I'm really thankful for the life that I have yeah. or you know what I just watched Bohemian Rhapsody, and you know what it made me like really want to go out and make some crazy different music because the Queen was so original and they were so creative and different from everybody else. It made me want to try and achieve that same kind of thing. So I, like, I don't think there's any way you can possibly simulate that or recreate it or fake it. I think it's definitely uh, something that you have to discover. But you, you have to be able to put yourself in situations to discover those things. Yeah, I, I, And it's going to be different for everybody. But I don't know. If you just fall into the very same routine pattern that you always do, and it's not something you're very happy with, then you have to change it up somehow. And I think that's the only way that you can possibly try to simulate or make it happen, you know? Yeah.
1: So um, at this point right now, do you know like… Like can you kind of seek out your triggers if you need some like inspiration to do something?
0: Um, I wouldn't say so because… I don't know. I don't really struggle with that very much. What… I, we had another episode where we talked about this. We talked about the difference between motivation um and inspiration. Was that the, was that the thing? Do you remember this conversation we had?
1: Um I thought it was it was passion Cause, and cause motivation.
0: That's what it is. Passion and motivation. I'm very passionate about music. Yeah, And that's never going to go anywhere for me. So I I don't really struggle with maintaining that. So I guess for me I don't really have a place that I go to um to to reignite that for myself because mm-hmm. it's my passion. It's, it's just like, it's not going anywhere. So then do you have, have it
1: for something else? Like maybe hitting
0: the gym or something? Um, I guess… Honestly, for me, the gym… When I do lose motivation for that, I go and look at old pictures of myself where like my face was like a little less chubby and like I had a better body and like I'd be like, oh man, like I missed that. I need to get back to that. Let's okay. go to the gym. Yeah. Um, So I guess that's kind of it for me in the gym. But outside of that, I, I really… Don't think there's anything for me. Um maybe maybe what I could say is that I'll go and watch people who are at where I want to be. Uh-huh. So I'll go and I'll watch some YouTube producers who have cool channels um or make really great beats, especially on a day where like I feel like my beats that I made weren't very good. And I'm just like, at some point along the line, they were in a similar position to me where they weren't very happy with their beats, but they were still going at it. And eventually they got to where they're at. So i think if you're already in a field that you want to be in and you're already working at something and you lose you lose a little bit of motivation for that particular day um consuming content from people who are further along than you can help but you have to look at it the right way because you can't look at it as like why isn't what what's happened to them why hasn't it happened to me yet yeah because i exactly. see some youtube producers and i'll be like dude like why hasn't my channel blown up yet why how come they get ten thousand followers a day and i can't even get five you know like that that really pisses me off you can't you can't have that attitude about it because then you're just going to get bitter. Um, and you're not going to put in the effort to keep to keep growing. So you have, to, you have to have the right attitude when you're looking at these types of things. But I think it is important to consume content from people who are more successful than you.
1: Yeah. I think you
0: kind of summed that up perfectly.
1: Like the line between inspiration and discouragement is uh, really thin. It just depends on the mindset that you have. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I know for me it's never really an issue to get in the gym it's just like sometimes I'm not really feeling it or I'm like oh, like I don't know if today's gonna be a good day or not and what I'll do like during my warm-up is I'll listen to um, I either listen to like speeches from Eric Thomas because I know that those will get me going or I'll watch videos of people like you said that are where I want to be um like I know the other day I've been like sick for the past couple days and I wasn't gonna go to the gym on on Monday. I saw a video of Russell, the guy that I mentioned in the last or in our other episode, I saw a video of him squatting like 600 pounds for six. And I was like, like, I need to go to the gym today and I need to make sure that it's like a good gym session. And it was, um, it was like the best squat session I've had in my whole life. So I think that like knowing, if you know, like what gets you fired up, then you can kind of manipulate that to your own advantage. But like. Had I not watched that video, like I still would have went to the gym. Maybe I wouldn't have had a good, like as good of a day, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't yeah. need it to get me there. It just like fired me up more, um, which I think is an important distinction.
0: I, I think another thing too, because you said, mentioned like if you're already at the gym and you're having kind of an off day, I think what I like to do is I do the basic stuff. I do stuff that I know I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, One of those things for me is abs. I can, I can do ab exercises all freaking day, dude. I've been doing ab exercises every single day. Since I was in middle school, you know, um, so I can do that all freaking day, and I'm really good at, it and I like doing it. So what I like to do if I'm having an off day in the gym, and I'm like out on a particular exercise, and I'm not very happy with, I, I finish it up, and then I go and I do abs, and I just do them because I know I'm good at them, and I like the way it makes me feel. Um, and then that gets me fired up to go back and finish the workout really well. And another another area that I can apply that in is music, because you know what, if I'm having a day where I'm making beats and I'm not very happy with it, I go back and I make some very basic stuff but stuff that is just it gets me it gets me going again you know it, yeah. it's kind of like hitting a restart and if that's what it is you have to go back to the basics go back to the basics like I'm sure um most most people have that very basic aspect to their uh, their creative field their genre whatever they're working on where you can go back and you kind of hit reset and you just you work at the very base, basics again until you find some more inspiration until you gain your confidence back and you're ready you're ready to go at it really hard again. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think
1: that's uh, a good place to wrap up this episode. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I agree. So, really appreciate you all who are listening to this episode. Hope you got something from it because it was a really fun one for us. And I think it's super important to talk about because I definitely struggle with this with not getting started right away. So, again, if you're looking for a sign to start, man, this is it. Go get it going, man. Just go work on it. And you're going to see some progress. It might not be right away and it might be really slow, but you're going to see the progress and you're going to be really happy with yourself in three months when you're a lot further along than you would have been if you hadn't started. So go get started on it. This is the Always Create Podcast. Hit us up on social media at underscore always create. Um, let us know what you guys think about this episode, about the podcast, what we're doing in here. Let us know how you create using the hashtag howicreate. And yeah, tune in for another episode next time, guys. See you soon.